The Witcher, Last Wish, Chapter 5, Part 2 Thank you for the spread. Geralt licked the bone spoon clean and dropped it into the empty bowl. A hundred thanks, dear host. And now, if you permit, we'll get down to business. Well, that we can, agreed Netley. What say ye, Don? Don, the elder of Lower Posada, a huge man with a gloomy expression, nodded to the girls who swiftly removed the dishes from the table and left the room. Cancelled. Why are the girls clearing the table? Cancelled. The obvious regret of Dandelion, who had been grinning at them ever since the feast began and making them giggle at his jokes. Uh, his gross jokes? Oh, his gross jokes. There you go. I'm sorry. Wow. He's trying to keep wow. it family friendly. We're not the family friendly podcast. I can still keep it family friendly. Alright. I'm listening. Said Geralt, looking at the window from where the rapping of an axe and the sound of a saw drifted. Some sort of woodwork was going on in the yard, and the sharp, resinous smell was penetrating the room. See, right there. Hold on. I just got to critique this real quick. Right there. How does that help the story? It's supposed to give us an idea of how far out in the country they are. I, uh, all right, fine. <clears throat> Tell me how I can be of service to you. And while we're there, do you know where you are? You are in a dark tale. And here there be spooky dragons. Spooky dragons. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Endless Epic Dark Tales, where we are, of course, reading The Witcher uh, Last Wish. Uh, as I stated in the uh, title clearing at the beginning. Now, uh, a lot of people have commented on Twitter about how this sort of just feels like a uh, like a greatest hits of old Jerry's adventures. It kind of does seem like that. I agree. Um, and that's because it sort of is old Jerry's. <laughs> Uh, well, well, it's if they made an ice yeah, cream, yeah, yeah, if they yeah. made an ice cream, they could be Dan and Jerry. <laughs> Get on with your point. <laughs> Dan and Jerry's <laughs> ice cream. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> which or watermelon would be a terrible ice cream? Oh God, <laughs> be awful. Watermelon flavored things are terrible as it is. Striga berry ice cream. <laughs> mm. Now that sounds rancid. <laughs> um, Rasultka. Salted caramel Rasultka ice cream. Nice. Yeah. Kikimora Rhodes? No, Kikimora. Kikimora Rhodes would work. Right? Yeah, right. Kikimoto Roads, like, like Rocky Road, but Kikimoto Roads. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of why I was going. Yeah. Was going. It, it seems like it would fit. Yeah. Um, or even like... Um, 
Now, Kikimaru Road is all I got. <laughs> that's all that's coming to me. Uh, the scoop of surprise. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a daughter. <laughs> you just you just get someone's daughter. <laughs> it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a one it's a one pint of someone's daughter. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, we're for those of you who are tuning in for the first you, time. Hold on, hold on. You were making a point about people commenting about this being. A oh yeah, no. I was just, Did that, you have that, something that was, that, that was that was the point. I was just uh, saying oh, okay. that. Um, I think that it, it's it's kind of just it's meant to be. The I know that the novel that comes after this is a little bit more together structured than this one is. Because obviously there is some linearity to the stories that are going on here. They're just split up by chapter. I think obviously is a generous uh, way to put it. Well, it, it only took us 169 pages to realize that there were three different storylines just steadily that's, that's, followed. So. That's, that's kind of my point. <laughs> I st Dude, I still... Remember the first time I, because I, I listened to the audiobook, I read or listened through the first chapter. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Well, I mean, I, it... I, I, I have, but it wasn't even like that, you know, this is a new world and a new, new characters and a, and a new story I don't know yet. I need to read more. It, it was like, here are all these places, characters, and creatures you should know. Well, it's because it's and not I get the it. first book in the series. And I get that, but at the same time, <laughs> this book does not read as though it's. Uh, have you have you read have you read any of the the Cursed Child at all? No, I haven't. So the Cursed Child. I have read none of her writings period really interesting yeah um the the most i've 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 listened to the first couple chapters of the uh first book so the so i guess technically i have whatever the uh the cursed child which cursed is child. which is awful by the way it's terrible um and uh, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them both play out as though you, assuming you have already read Harry Potter. Mm. See, that's a problem. I don't think that's, to me, that's not good writing. Right. Well, and that's like, and that's I, I, think like that's, I, think, I think you should be able to write a story that can stand alone whilst also, well, if, it, hold on, if, if it is part of a bigger universe does tie things in and again i'm not a writer i'm not saying i can do it better i'm just saying i believe that's how it should be if you're going to attempt to do this right well and you should not you should not write something where you're making your audience because it to me that you you alien you can alienate people that way no, I agree with you. No, the the where the where the the difference comes in 
No, so what I what I was what I was saying um, is that the 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 books being written, assuming that you have read the previous books, is definitely not a a, a good way to write, and it's it's something that that uh, Martin's books don't they don't suffer from as bad. He's a little bit better at like presenting uh, the story as it is, but like seasoned yeah. characters. You don't you don't want to go through the, the the tediety of reintroducing characters that have already been introduced in the series, right? Right, like you don't want to go through that whole process. Um, one of the issues is is that the way that uh, this gentleman writes, as well as the way that uh, to- uh, not talking but uh, Rowling writes. Is that they they are constantly nodding back to their own lore. Yeah. So not only is it uh, redundant. So because like how many times have we seen Geralt lift list off all the different types of creatures that he fights? Right. Multiple. And like it's it's got to have been at this point like at least five or six times in one book. Yeah, easily. So constantly nodding back to your own lore, it, it, it doesn't really serve a purpose for new or seasoned readers. It's just basically trying to remind the reader, hey, you're living, like this is in a fantastic, I know we haven't seen any fantastical beasts in a while, but this is still a fantastical world and they exist. There's some pretty crazy shit that happens in this right. world. And, and Believe you, you me. And you get that a lot in Harry Potter as well with the discussions between the children, even in the films, where they're constantly talking about different spells and different... Oh, you wouldn't want to encounter one of them out in the wild. Like, you know... Like, we hear, we hear constantly about Dementors over and over again in the film that is about Dementors, and it, 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 it doesn't really serve much of a purpose to, to constantly hearken back to how terrifying they are when we've already seen it. We, we, right. like, we've seen how bad it is. And the way that it's referenced doesn't feel very natural. So it just kind of makes the, the details feel slow and redundant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, uh, back on it. Uh, <coughs> Natalie glanced at Dunn. The elder of the village nodded and cleared his throat. Well, it be like this, he said. There be this field hereabouts. Geralt kicked Dandelion, who was preparing to make a spiteful comment under the table. A field, continued Don. Be all right, Netley. A long time ago, that field there, it lay fallow. But we set it up to the plough, and now, tis on it we sow hemp, hops, and flax. It be a grand piece of field, I tell ye. Stretches right up to the forest. And what? The poet couldn't help himself. What's on that field there? Well, Don raised his head 
and scratched himself behind the ear. Well, there be a Doval prowse there. What? Snorted Dandelion. Oh, what? I tell ye, a devil. What? What devil? What can he be, a devil, and that be it? Devils don't exist. I don't know if this is Geralt or... Dandelion, no, no, but I'm assuming Ger it's no, Dandelion. No, no, yeah, 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 because Geralt's the next line. Don't interrupt, Dandelion. Said Geralt in a calm voice. And go on, honorable Dun. I'll tell ye, it's a devil. I heard you. Whoa, I can't, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Hold on, whatever, just go, just move on past Geralt it. <laughs> could be incredibly patient when he chose. Tell me, what does he look like? Where does he come from? How does he bother you? One thing at a time, if you please. Well... Don raised his gnarled hand and started to count with great difficulty, folding his fingers over one at a time. One thing at a time. <clears throat> Forsooth ye be a wise man. Well, it be like this. He looks, sir, like a devil. <laughs> <laughs> this is like social media, man. For all the world, like a devil. Where did he come from? Well, nowhere. Crash bang wallop, and there we have him, a devil. And bother for us, forsooth, it does night, bother us overly. There be times he even helps. Helps? Cackled Dandelion, trying to remove a fly from his beard. A devil? Don't interrupt, Dandelion. Carry on, Dun, sir. How does he help you? This, as you say. Devil, repeated the free man with, his, with emphasis. Well, this here be how he helps. He fertilizes the land, turns the soil. He gets rid of them moles, scares birds away, watches over them turnips and beetroots. Oh, and he eats the caterpillars he does. They as do hatch in the cabbages. <coughs> but cabbages... He eats them too, forsooth. Nothing but guzzle be what he does, just like a devil. Dandelion cackled again, then flicked a beer-drenched fly at a cat sleeping by the hearth. The cat opened one eye and glanced at the bard reproachfully. Nevertheless, the witcher said calmly, You're ready to pay me to get rid of him, am I right? In other words, you don't want him in the vicinity. And who? Don looked at him gloomily. Would care to have a devil on this birthright soil? This be our land since forever, bestowed on us by the king, and it has not to do with the devil. We spit on his help. We've got hands ourselves, have we not? And he, sir, is nay a devil but a malicious beast has got so much, forgive the word, shot in his head, 
as hard as to bear. There be no knowing what will come into his head. Once he fouled the well, he was then chased the last, frightening and threatening to fuck her. He steals, sir, our belongings and victuals. He destroys and breaks things, makes a nuisance of himself, churns the dikes, digs ditches like some muskrat or beaver. The water from one pond trickled out completely and the carp in it had died. He smoked a pipe in the haystack he'd eat, a son of a whore, and all the hay went up in smoke. I see. Geralt interrupted. So he does bother you? Nay, Dunn shook his head. He does not bother us. He be simply up to mischief, and that's what he be. Dandelion turned to the window, muffling his laughter. The Witcher kept silent. Oh, what be uh, there to talk about? Said Netley, who had been silent until then. Ye be a witcher, nay? So do ye something about this devil? And it would... It be work ye be looking for up in... For an upper post soda? I heard so myself. So ye have work. We'll pay you what needs be. But take note, we don't have... We don't want you killing the devil. No way. The witcher raised his head and smiled nastily. Interesting. He said. Unusual, I'd say. What? Dunn frowned. An unusual condition. Why all this mercy? He should not be killed. Dunn frowned even more. Because in this valley, he should not be killed. And that be it. Interrupted Netley. Only catch him, sir. Or drive him off, if yon o'er the seventh mountain. And ye will nay be hard done by when ye be paid. The witcher stayed silent, still smiling. Sail it, will ye, the deal? Asked Dodden. <laughs> First, I'd like to look at him, this devil of yours. The freemen glanced at each other. It be you right, said Netley, then stood up. And you will. The devil, he do prowl the whole neighborhood at night, but at day he dwells nowhere, he dwells somewhere in the hymn. Or among the old willows on the marshland. You can take a look at him there. We won't hasten ye. Ye want and rest, then rest as long as ye will. Ye will nay go wanting in comfort and food. As befits the custom of hospitality. Take care. Geralt. Dandelion jolted up from his stool and looked out into the yard at the freemen walking away from the cottage. I can't understand anything anymore. A day hasn't gone since our chat about imagined monsters and you suddenly get yourself hired hunting devils. And everybody, except ignorant freemen, obviously, no devils are an invention. They're mythical creatures. What's this ex unexpected zeal of yours supposed to mean? Knowing you a little as I do, 
I take it you haven't abased yourself so as to get us bed, board, and lodging, have you? Indeed. Gold grimaced. It does look as if you know me a little, Singer. In that case, I don't understand. What is there to understand? There's no such thing as devils, yelled the poet, shaking the cat from sleep once and for all. No such thing. To the devil with it, devils don't exist. True. Geralt smiled. But, Dandelion, I could never resist the temptation of having a look at something that doesn't exist. And a brilliant line ending up part two of chapter Absolutely. five. I really, I really like that line. Now, obviously, this is because it's leading into something else. Geralt does right. have an idea of what is out there. And if I remember correctly, uh, the thing that is supposed to be a devil um, is a... I can't remember what it is, but it, it, it does appear in the show. Mm, okay. Uh, and the, it's the creature that he fights in the mountains uh, before going to talk to the elves. That must happen at the end, because I don't know... No, it's it's said. it's like it's like three episodes Middle? in, three or four episodes. I must only be three episodes in. Yeah, because he fights. Because there's only six episodes, right? I I don't remember. Um, I think it's only six episodes. But he he gets into a fight with the this creature, and the the creature makes the joke, and it's it's funny because it's one of the funnier jokes in the in the series. Um, the creature makes the joke, uh, did your mother fuck a snowman because his hair is white? And Geralt goes, no, did yours fuck a goat? (laughs) (laughs) Quality entertainment. Quality entertainment. That is pretty funny. I like that. (sighs) But yeah, I don't actually Uh, really have much to to add on to the back end of this. Yeah. There, there's not much to just like break down on that one. Um, I think we did most of that right there in the middle where I was shitting on uh, <laughs> the uh, over description. Look, I just like, especially now that we're getting into the Hobbit, I just <clears throat> seeing the tactfulness of um, Tolkien. It, it's such a contrast. And again, I'm not. I do. I am enjoying this book. I am enjoying the story. Um, you know, great characters, fun lore. It's a really enjoyable book, but my God, this dude has to learn. <laughs> well, has to given learn. given that these books are almost thirty years old at this point, and he hasn't published a book um, in almost nine years, I, I'm I'd say it's safe to say that he's he's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, the books themselves are they're great stories, and he he's still a great writer. Um, there's just a lot of writers suffer from the middle and you like Hemingway had said that uh, Lewis had said that and, and a bunch of other great writers have, have brought up that the it's it's really easy to come up with a beginning and an end but it's really difficult to write a middle and it's even more difficult to write an ending so you can know how your story is going to begin and end but writing all the stuff in the middle is the hard part. 
it's it's the getting it all getting it all to work properly and and making a good and interesting story sense. because yeah, most writers sense. most writers start writing knowing exactly what the end is going to be yeah 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 uh, and I, sometimes yeah. It, the, you know sometimes that goalpost shifts a little bit but generally when you're talking about fiction at least uh well and you know biographies of people who are dead you know where yeah. the ending's going to be. <laughs> God damn. That took me too long to get. I know it was only a couple seconds, but I that should have that should have hit me a lot sooner than it did. Um so the but the the harder thing even more so than that to write is an ending. Which is why oh, most writers sure. utilize the whole cliffhanger trope. Yeah. Because a cliffhanger yeah. is, a, is an easy way to build suspense and leave yourself See, open to another story. Right. The funny thing is, though, is like I feel like it's because they're afraid to commit. Yeah. You know, you don't want to you don't want to tie yourself down to like a that's how it ended kind of thing. You know, um, whether it's good or because, like, I I know like people shit on a lot of endings for a lot of you know books, shows, movies, and, and like I I have also shit on a fair share myself. Um, but it, it's because they're so like the ones I really don't like are the non-committal ones. Yeah, the ones that don't just go. This is what happened, and like. There could be room for interpretation in some things, but like when it's just like, that's the ending. There you go. That's what you get. It. it I'm just like, all right, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we came to that conclusion together. Well, um, you, we 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 probably harp on it too much at this point, but the 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 most brilliantly writ ending for for any story, I think that I've. I've ever read is the ending of the Lord of the Rings and it's a little bit different in the films than it is in the books but yeah it's significant of an era ending like all of the all of the warlike men and kings are all either dead or or gone right right like one of the things that sets uh Aragorn, apart from the rest of the rulers of the time, is that he was completely adverse to being warlike. And one yeah. of the reasons why he never followed his birthright is because he didn't want to be a part of that world. While he was a great yeah. warrior and he was a ranger, he didn't like the idea of, of war and, and bureaucracy, which is what makes him a fit king after everything is all said and done. Right. Now... What what ends up happening is the is the the era of of adventures, the era of of war, is is over, and it's time for the era of peace, which is what the the ending with Frodo and Bilbo and and uh, Gandalf all all going off in the ship, that's what it represents, right? And it's it is one of the most beautifully ended series and I guess we don't have to do the rest of The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings now because I spoiled the ending but <laughs> yeah you you spoiled the ending it's only been out for what 
75 years? Well, that's The Hobbit. The Lord of the Rings has only been out for, I think, like 50 years, 40 or 50 oh, years. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Then fuck you for ruining the ending. Hey, look, there are a bunch Everybody, of people on Google look, who made it, only made it five minutes into that book, so they don't know the ending. Okay? Yeah, true. Good point. It's not like everybody alive today... It's not like 95% of people alive today could have absolutely read or know the ending of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I mean, that is... That is fair. Uh, yeah, but anyways. So, the next week we'll, we'll get farther into exactly what this devil is. And uh, devil. we'll, uh, we'll get on from there. Yeah, in the meantime... Yeah. Enjoy this uh, short episode because the Friday episodes are now insanely long. Minimum an hour. Yeah, if, if we're if, if we're lucky, an hour. I was uh, like that. That's like the bare bones minimum an hour. So uh, I I hope you guys all have enjoyed. You can of course follow my brother over on Instagram at Sean A N N N S E A N, uh, where he takes pictures uh, as the world's greatest takes. photographer. And pitches. of course, you can find him at World's Greatest Photographer on TikTok, as well as at The Real Thick Jesus on TikTok and Real Thick Jesus over on Twitter. And of course, you guys can find me at The Real Slim Jesus on TikTok, at Real Slim Jesus on Instagram and Twitter, as well as Black Dragon Tavern on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this spooky dark tale. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you are not already. And if you want to get it early, you can over on Patreon. Uh, and of course, thank you to all of our existing patrons for helping to fund our madness. And a big shout out to the the all the way through crew uh, who make it to the end. <laughs> uh, thank you guys who do subscribe and who listen to every podcast. It means the world to us. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, shout out to the official reviewer, Marcus, for always doing such a spectacular job puffing up always our egos it. over on Twitter always. and keeping us in line when we mess up. By the way. Yes. Uh, in, in one of the previous rants, we were talking about an anime called Glepnir, and I made a massive bumble. A massive bumble. Uh, Glepnir, I had said, was, uh, was Odin's ring that made uh, eight of itself every nine days. Right. I was, I was completely wrong. Glepnir is the chain that is used to bind Fenrir to the mountain. Is made out of made out of five impossible things. Wow. Yeah, no, I've he's... fucking cancelled. Yeah, Get completely cancelled. I'm not a lore authority anymore. You guys could just trash fuck me off. Although it Don't was it, it was again. it was Marcus who uh, who 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 caught my slip up. So nice. thank God, go. thank God. Keep yeah, it was straight. Keep yeah, straight. Keep, it, this, keep this guy in line, Marcus. Yeah. People, people out of control. At least, at least we got cancelled by the nicest guy who listens to the podcast. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you so All much right, for listening and we hope you will join us on Friday for our delve into the wonderful world of Bilbo Baggins and J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, yeah, there, his adventure beyond the Phantom... Actually, it hasn't begun. It hasn't begun. We went all the way through chapter one. He's, he's still That's at true. home. 
He's still at home. That's a good, that's a good point. So, stay bloodthirsty, my friends. And remember, all hail the Black Dragons. And we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We're live, and it's Monday morning. And live, it's Saturday night. That is probably the most overdone bit we've done on the podcast, just period. That's saying something. Yeah. You know what? I had uh, I had a story I was going to tell you, and I completely forgot. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, we took too long to get started. I saw jellyfish. You saw jellyfish? Like you saw fish that yeah. were jealous of other fish? Or you saw like the fish that are jelly-like? The second one. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Where'd you see jellyfish at? In Monterey. Just off one of the piers out there. It was wild, dude. Like, I've never seen jellyfish in the wild. <laughs> We were just like just walking along the pier and just kind of like looking at like there's fish swimming around, some crabs running around. And it was just like, hey, look, there's a jellyfish. Hey, look, there's another. Oh my God, there's like 15 jellyfish right here. <laughs> this is fucking wild. Jellyfish multiply like crazy, man. Like when, I, I, when they get in places. They're such a bizarre organism. <laughs> well, dude, like they, they, they pay fishermen in Norway. To, or it's either it's either Norway or Sweden. I don't remember. But they pay well, the they pay them to attach these uh, jellyfish shredders to their boats because the jellyfish have have become so out of hand in the oceans offshore that there'll there'll be literal like mile patches of just jellyfish on the surface of the water, and they make That's fishing nuts. impossible. Yeah, I can imagine. And they like they had their their jellyfish plague like moments after, uh, well, like it was it was a couple of years, but relatively moments after their snow crab plague started, um, they had some Is that fishermen. A bad thing that, on snow crab like crazy good for selling and eating. They're not though. That's the problem. Is that ju- no. snow crab are sell well here in the U.S. And they sell well to tourists, but they're they're pests. Like they're one of the king crabs and snow crabs are like super common. So are most of the fish and shit that we eat. Like lobsters are super common. Shrimp are right. super common. Like yeah, most and of yet you have to pay fifty dollars. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Half of one. That's why I refuse to eat lobster at a restaurant or even buy it. I'm like, look, man, I could go out and drag a net. Uh, and bring up 30 lobster and most of them would be smelling like ass why, before why i even ate the fishermen? first one why aren't we fishermen yeah why don't we invest in a small boat and just go fish and sell crab you want to d- stupid money you want to you want to pull a forest gump i mean why not man 
Nah, there's too many regulations on fishing in the US, man. We wouldn't be able to do it. We just go out. What do you mean? International waters, my guy. <laughs> you go out 27 miles? Dude, in the last in the last two years, the, the import, but then you have to pay an import tax. So if you bring it in, pay the import tax, and it doesn't sell, then you're out whatever the import tax is. And they tax you on the potential yeah, value, the, not the actual value. You you set up the you set up a, a buy beforehand. You gotta have a fence for your for your illegal crab. You don't pay the import tax. See what I'm saying? Mm. Well, we we're don't. Unfortunately, two, we don't look, have look, a, we don't have a snow crab plague near the U.S. Look, <laughs> we're just two guys who like to go twenty seven point eight miles outside U.S. waters. <laughs> And come back with large crates of non-conspicuous items. You know, uh, I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could find someone that has a personal dock. All right, we we <laughs> smuggle it through that dock. <laughs> See, but, but the problem the That's problem is we make we're, we're we're talking about it on a podcast, so we're definitely not. Yeah, but who? Come on, who's going to tell? Marcus, we'll cut him in. <laughs> You're an accomplice now, Marcus. Throw, so if this happens, throw a couple of pee his way. I, I bet you, Marcus. Sound off. <laughs> Just say in. <laughs> Tweet at me in if you're in. <laughs> Don't say anything else. Just in. If he's gonna be at a part of our lobster in. smuggling ring. <laughs> Just that's all I need to know. If you're in, it's happening. Uh. Yeah, man, I had I had a story for you, and I completely forgot what it was. Um, how, how how about we do this? How about we actually start the podcast, and then if it comes up, well, we can. You can I, tell me. I, I I remember I remember the smaller of the two stories that I was going to tell you. Uh, All right, go for it. Shoot, because not it's not exactly it's not exactly a story. It's more like a I, I'm 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 going to make limerick. a I'm going to make a TikTok and. Uh, I just wanted to share it with you. Okay. So the the logo on Elmer's glue. Do you know what the logo on Elmer's glue is? Yeah, it's like a cow. Yeah. Uh, So I I I realize that a lot of people might not realize why the logo for Elmer's glue is a cow, but it's because the most glue is made from the collagen of animal parts. And mm. Elmer's was partnered with the large butcher houses in the United States to buy the hooves and other collagen parts of uh, cows, cows in order to make glue en masse. And that's why the logo for Elmer's glue is a cow. Right. That's funny. Huh. The more you know. Yeah. So technically, technically glue... Elmer's glue, especially. I actually don't know what it's made of anymore. I'm, I'm sure it's still that, but I mean, still, yeah, it's still made from animal collagen. <laughs> so if you're a vegan using Elmer's glue, you're gonna lose your vegan powers. <laughs> or is it just eating? You just not eat. <laughs> I guess it depends on the level of of crazy you are. How it depends on how iron deficient you are. I suppose. Did, did you not catch my reference? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Scott oh, Pilgrim okay. reference. I got all you. Right. Yeah. All right, all right. I just, it just, you, you just didn't. The way you responded, you, it seemed you, as though you didn't. You moved on too quickly for me to respond to the reference. <laughs> what do you mean? No. no well, I, I had a 
but my question was, what are you talking about? Well, you said, is it, you said, is it only, is it only, is it only eating? That's what I, it's still well, yeah, a relevant for, part of the for, reference. For them, yeah. For, for the okay. vegan powers, it's, it's still right, like, if you want to be a vegan superhuman, then yeah. You, you super. Got, if you, if you, if you eat non-vegan more than three times, then yeah. Knowingly. If you knowingly eat, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I love that scene because his hair like goes flat. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay. All right. <clears throat> it's a. It's an impotent reference. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for explaining. You're that. welcome. Okay. Uh, a moment of silence, if you please. <laughs> <laughs> 